is up? It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Tuesday, March 23rd. And I think we can say the first wave of free agency officially over. We're, I mean, honestly, there's like James Conner still out there. Sammy Watkins, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. And that's about it. That's about it right now. So with free agency out of the way, the first wave, the big wave of free agency, I want to take a look at all 32 rosters around the NFL today on the podcast. Just a quick evaluation of the skill set positions to see if there are any holes to anticipate what these teams might do in the NFL draft. So a fun one today. We'll roll through them pretty quickly here. Before I do, though, let me tell you about our sponsor, Monkey Knife Fight. Do you like to play daily fantasy sports? Well, you need to go check out monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because monkeyknifefight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on monkeyknifefight.com, there are no salary caps. You don't have to play against the Sharks, and that means anyone has a chance of winning, even you. Monkeyknifefight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, Esports, and of course, football. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. And you know what else Monkey Knife Fight has? A free $5 game for you just for signing up. And if you use the promo code RANT, R A N T, you'll have your first deposit matched instantly up to $50. With a name like monkeyknifefight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play Monkeys and Knives and Fights and Sports. Sign up and play today at monkeyknifefight.com. Play to MKF and win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. All right, so. Here's the thought process with today's show. Essentially, you know, I'm going to take teams in terms of what they're saying to us right now, and I'm not going to trust them as far as I can throw them, (laughs) pretty much. They can lie to us. You know, they can lie to us on a press conference, Zoom. They can lie in interviews, but they really can't lie with the state of their roster. So the whole point here, to evaluate where each team stands, and again, to anticipate what they may do in the draft, because you know what? We are now coming down the home stretch. We are a little over a month away from the NFL draft. How freaking quick did that happen? <laughs> but here we are. So let's start in the AFC East. And with Buffalo, honestly, you look at quarterback, you know, you have obviously no need with Josh Allen. I think you're pretty good at wide receiver as well. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley already there. They bring in Emmanuel Sanders, but you also have Gabriel Davis. So it's going to be one of those two guys as your number three receiver. Plus the fact that, you know, you have you have some you have some decent depth here. You have Duke Williams, who the team has used. You bring in Jake Kumaro, solid depth. Isaiah Hodgins, who I think is is a little bit underrated as a deep guy. Tight end, there's been rumblings that they may, you know, the Zach Ertz trade rumblings. I don't know if that ever materializes, but they may upgrade on Dawson Knox with, via trade. That's about the only way they're going to do it. I don't see them doing it in the draft, but I wouldn't put them past them to address running back in the draft yet again. They've done it in each of the last two years, Devin Singletary and Zach Moss. I don't know if they're sold on either of these guys because it feels like anytime that, you know, we we get into free agency, you know, the draft, whatever, that the team seems to be rumored to be interested in running backs. So that'd be maybe the major spot on that depth chart. Miami, honestly, you could say the same thing because at wideout, they're in a really good spot. They have Devontae Parker. They bring in Will Fuller. They have Preston Williams coming back from injury. You have some slot guys, Lynn Bowden, uh, Jakeem Grant. You're obviously good at tight end with Kasicki. And, uh, you. I mean, they also have Durant Smythe, so they can use some 12 personnel there. 
Tua, they're going to give him a long enough leash that, that I don't think that's a need. So really, it is running back. I mean, I'm sorry if you have Miles Gaskin in Dynasty, but I don't think the team is sold on him. And I don't know if they, you know, the, the last man standing essentially for them who they could possibly grab would be Connor. But I think this is something they ultimately address in the NFL draft. Uh, just everything that we're hearing out of there is they're not satisfied and they want an upgrade. New England, uh, well, New England doesn't need a tight end, <laughs> in case you hadn't heard. Uh, they're in a good spot there, obviously, with two of the best uh, young tight ends in the game right now, Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. At wideout, they look better than they did last year. Bringing in Aguilar, you have Julian Edelman coming back, I know, but it's better than what they had last year. You bring in Kendrick Bourne, you still have Jacoby Myers on the roster. Gunnar Olszewski, does he end up being something... They have Nikhil Harry. They could move on from him in a trade. There's been some rumblings there. Honestly, you got you have Cam. Cam's going to be at least a one-year bridge. I'm starting to hear rumblings, and they gr- they're growing louder by the day, that this team may make a power move up the board for Justin Fields. I hear that he is the apple of their eye. In fact, I think that's really fascinating, too, because the player Justin Fields has always reminded me of, even going back to when he was on QB1 as a high school player, it was Cam Newton. He's a little bit smaller. He's not small. He's six foot three. He's a big dude. He's a little bit... Cam's a bigger dude. He's a little bit smaller, but he can throw the ball better. So it would make sense. You build this team. You have Cam as a bridge, a mentor, maybe, and then you transition to Fields. I would not be surprised if that happened. Where I think they really are flat is at running back. Sony Michelle, Damian Harris, eh. James White is technically a free agent. Maybe they bring him back. I could see them address that. Maybe it's Leonard Fournette. Maybe it's via the draft. We'll see. But obviously, they've they've done a lot in free agency. The Jets, uh, well, the Jets look a little bit better at wide receiver after bringing in Corey Davis. If Corey Davis, Denzel Mims. Jamison Crowder may not be on the roster. But you have Keelan Cole, who could be a number three receiver in the NFL still. I think you're solid enough at, at tight end with Chris Herndon and Ryan Griffin. They have a decision to make a quarterback, whether or not it's Sam Darnold. Where they are extremely flat is at running back. Michael P. Ryan, Ty Johnson, Josh Adams, and Pete Guerrero. Yeah, Pete Guerrero. Remember him, Deep Dynasty people? They got nothing. They have to address the position. Let's move over to the surprisingly solid NFC East. Remember, this is the worst division in football last year. Dallas, I look up and down. I don't I don't know. Maybe tight end, but otherwise, I mean, you have arguably the best trio of receivers in the NFL right now. If you look at the top three, I put Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb up against anybody. You have a good one-two punch at, at running back in Zeke and Tony Pollard. You got Dak. So really the question is whether or not Blake Jarwin is the answer. Uh, you also have Dalton Schultz, but Blake Jarwin back and healthy could be. Could be. That could be the one spot they address, but I think they address a lot of the defensive side of the ball in the draft. The Giants actually really like what the Giants have now after Kenny Galladay. So you have Kenny Galladay, you have your field stretcher in Darius Slayton, you have your sort of movable chess piece slot receiver in Sterling Shepard, you have the tight ends to run 12 personnel in Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph, you have Saquon, you bring up a bring a, a backup running back in in Devontae Booker, and you have an ascending young quarterback who hopefully takes a step forward in Daniel Jones. I don't see them addressing anything on the offensive side of the ball. They're actually pretty well put together. The Eagles are not. 
The Eagles have a bunch of questions. Now, the one question I think you definitely don't have is running back. You have a nice one-two in Sanders and Scott. Whether or not they trade Ertz, they're still in a good position with Dallas Goddard, but you have a question at quarterback. Is Jalen Hurts your guy? Do you draft a quarterback? What do you do there? Then at wide receiver, I mean, here's the top five wide receivers. Now, you know Jalen Rager is going to be a starter, but after that, here's the other four. Travis Fulgham, Quez Watkins, Greg Ward, John Hightower. You have a major gaping hole at wide receiver. I fully expect them to address the position in the draft. Uh, Washington actually pretty well put together as well. You have a bridge quarterback, but a pretty good one in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have a solid backfield in Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. You got Mick Scorin. You bring in Curtis Samuel. You have some you know interesting young receivers in Kelvin Harmon and Antonio Gandy-Golden. And then you're solid at tight end with Logan Thomas. I mean, they're actually in a pretty good spot. So it's really the Eagles who are probably the thinnest. They are. They're not probably in the NFC East. Let's move to the AFC North, Baltimore. Well, I think Baltimore, obviously, you know, they're set at quarterback. I think they're fairly set at running back as well. Good one-two punch with Dobbins and Gus Edwards. Of course, Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle at tight end. Nice there. They are really thin at wide receiver. They weren't able to get Kenny Galladay in. Maybe they get Sammy Watkins in, but even then, they're going to be thin at wide receiver. They have Marquise Brown, and that's basically it. Miles Boykin is there, but I'm not even really including him or Devin Duvernay just yet. Uh, I think they need an upgrade there. Moving over to uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Good at quarterback, good at running back. Uh, wide receiver, I think you're fairly strong at it as well. You have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, additionally Auden Tate right now. Maybe they get another receiver in the draft, but still pretty solid. Where their big weakness is ultimately is at tight end. Uh, C.J. Uzama will be back, uh, but you know Drew Sample, are these guys really pass-catching guys? I think they could use a move option. I thought they were going to go that route. Possibly Hunter Henry or somebody like that in free agency. They didn't. Cleveland is pretty solid, man. Baker is good. Your backfield is really loaded up with Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Arguably the best backfield combo in the NFL right now. You have a really nice tight end room. Austin Hooper, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant. You have OBJ coming back. You have Jarvis coming back. You re-sign Hollywood Higgins. And then you have Donovan Peoples-Jones. Nice uh, guy give you a little pop down field coming off the bench essentially as your number four. Not a bad skill group there. Pittsburgh, how about those Steelers? All right, well, Ben's back, so you're good for at least another year there. It's not early career Ben, but late career Ben's better than what you're doing elsewhere. You kept the band together at wide receiver. You have Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, so you're all good there. You have Eric Ebron, good there. Who do you have at running back? You got Benny Snell and Anthony McFarlane. They could end up bringing back James Conner on a one-year deal. That wouldn't surprise me because that is a bit of a need. Uh, Moving on to the NFC North Chicago. Uh Uh-oh. Well, as of now, you have Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller, but both of them could be traded. And then Darnell Mooney, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. Cole Komet's an interesting up-and-coming tight end. You still have Jimmy Graham under contract. You have David Montgomery, and I'm not going to be a Montgomery hater this year because he did finally prove himself last year, but you have a big hole at quarterback that's not going to be filled this year because you got Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, so wide receiver quarterback are a bit of problem, bit of problem areas there. 
Detroit, um, I mean, Jared Goff is what it is. You have a major problem at wide receiver. You're starting three receivers right now. The season was to start today. Rashad Perryman, Tyrell Williams, and Quintez Cephas. Not good. Now, you do, of course, have TJ Hawkinson, so you're fine there. And you have DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, you're fine there. But wideout is a big problem area. Moving on to the Green Bay Packers. Packers actually look pretty good on paper here. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones gives you that that trio just of studs. Your backfield is pretty solid, even without Williams, because you have A.J. Dillon there. Tight end, you have Ra Ratunyan. You're good there. You just are lacking the overall depth at wide receiver when you know, you're looking at after Devontae Adams, it's Lazard, it's MVS, it's EQ. I'd love to see them address the position in the draft. We know they're probably not. <laughs> if they do, it'll be day three. Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota looks pretty solid, too. I mean, even if you don't love Kirk Cousins, you have to admit he's a starting caliber quarterback. You have an ascending tight end in Irv. You have one of the best young wide receivers in the NFL in Justin Jefferson. You have Adam Thielen still there and still able to play. Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison, a great one-two punch in the backfield, one of the better in the league. You're pretty good if you're Minnesota. Maybe that third receiver is the only spot that you're you're lacking. Moving on to the AFC South, Houston. Now, I haven't addressed the Deshaun Watson thing. Figured I'd take the time right now to address it really quickly. As of this recording, there are 14 lawsuits filed against him. They are civil lawsuits. I'm not going to state what, you know, speculate on, on innocence, guilt, whatever. What I am going to say is this is a bad look. And what I am going to say is there is there is certainly a chance that he's placed on the commissioner's exempt list. If that happens, he will not be traded. He won't be eligible to do anything except get paid. So this is going. This could potentially get very messy, even worse than the trade rumor messy. As of right now, he is on this roster. Otherwise, you have Terod Taylor, and you have you know a little bit of a problem. They all the team also traded for Ryan Finley. Is essentially be their number three uh, as of now. You are thin at wide receiver. You have Brandon Cooks. You have Andre Roberts, Randall Cobb. You have Kiki QT. That's thin. You are really old at running back. David Johnson and Mark Ingram is Philip Lindsay the best running back on the team. And you know if you're Jordan Aikens, okay, that's fine. I'll take that. It's a really thin skill group right there. One of the thinnest in the league. Indy, not one of the thinnest in the league. They have really one of the brightest uh, stars, young stars at the running back position in Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines, and they bring Marlon Mack back. That's a great running back room right there. You have Mo Alley-Cox back with uh, Jack Doyle. Solid situation. You have Michael Pittman like that. Is Paris Campbell going to stay healthy and and really finally take a step forward? Maybe you re-sign T.Y. Hilton. They could also sign Sammy Watkins. You have a question as to whether or not Carson Wentz can take a step forward, but you don't have any question as to whether or not he's your quarterback. They basically have said as much. Moving to Jacksonville, presumptive number one pick, but not guaranteed just yet. We'll give you an upgrade at quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Your tight end room is a little thin. I thought that would have been an area they would have addressed. You don't have that right now. Chris Manhurst ain't going to get it done. James Robinson is pretty solid. Gives you a nice backup there with Carlos Hyde as well. Your wideouts look pretty good. DJ Shark, Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. That's a nice young group there, especially for a rookie quarterback. 
Tennessee, well, no issues with your top guys. Tannehill is proving that he is a viable NFL starter. You have one of the best running backs in the NFL in Derrick Henry. You have one of the, the ascending wideouts in the NFL in A.J. Brown, but you don't have anybody else around him, by the way. So you just brought in Josh Reynolds. Josh Reynolds is not um, a replacement for Corey Davis. He's like a slot. He's maybe a replacement for Adam Humphreys. So that's a bit of a problem. You also downgrade significantly at tight end with John who out of the mix. So expect them to at least address wide receiver in the draft. They may try and roll with Ferkster this year at tight end, though. Moving over to the NFC South Atlanta. I mean, your wideout situation is obviously quite good. Julio, Calvin Ridley. Your tight end situation isn't bad with Hayden Hurst. You have Matt Ryan, so not worried about quarterback, but... As of right now, you have Mike Davis as your top running back. That is not a good situation. Fully expect them to draft a running back. They're the third pick in the second round. I could see that pick going running back, and I could see that pick being Javante Williams for sure. Or if Najee Harris somehow fell, you get Matt Forte 2.0 in the second round. Sign me up. Uh, Moving on to Carolina. Carolina actually is pretty solid with one notable exception. So wide out. I mean, I like what they have there. Yes, they lost Curtis Samuel, but you have DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. You bring in David Moore, who can be a three in the NFL, so that's not terrible. Uh, you have, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, all-world. You have Dan Arnold, Nee, and Thomas. Not a little bad little duo there at tight end. Your, your glaring weakness is Teddy Bridgewater, a quarterback, and I expect that team to address that position, making a power move likely in the NFL draft. New Orleans, great backfield, we know. Kamara, Latavius Murray getting a little older, but he's still fine to play. Quarterback, I mean, you're you're going to see what you have with Jameis or Taysom Hill. I ultimately think it'll be Jameis, but, you know, obviously that's going to be a little bit of a weakness for them, but they're not going to address the position, or at least I doubt in the draft. Adam Troutman, exciting young tight end, so that's a good situation. Wideout's a little thin. You have Michael Thomas, then what do you have? Traquan, Marquez Calloway, Deontay Harris. I mean, I think you do need to add to wide out in this year's draft if you're New Orleans. Uh, moving on to Tampa. Well, yeah, they're pretty stacked. <laughs> they have Tom Brady. They have three tight ends in Gronk, Brayton, and OJ Howard. They have Mike Evans. They have Chris Godwin. They have Scotty Miller. They have Tyler Johnson. They have Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn. If anything, that'd be the spot I could see them addressing in the draft, perhaps even in the first round. That would be sexy right there. ETN to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Sign me up for that. Denver. Well, we know where their weakness is. It's at quarterback because I love this group of wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, KJ Hamler. Yes, please. Noah Fant, Albert O. Yes, please. Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, Mike Boone, that's not that bad. It's just Drew Locke. You you have a problem there. So expect them, you know, that's that's a priority right there. Kansas City, uh, skill-wise, I mean, so they actually do have a weakness, believe it or not. Obviously, Mahomes, all-world. Obviously, Kelsey, all-world. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, exciting, exciting. And then Daryl Williams, you know, not bad running back room there. Tyreek Hill, all-world. That's it at wide receiver. I'm not convinced in McCole Hardman. I'm not convinced that you know you have anything beyond Tyreek Hill. That's the area I would love to see them upgrade other than offensive line. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver is the weak link there. Vegas, well, they're running back room, man. Boy, oh boy, you have uh, 
you know, you have a one-two punch here in Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake. I don't love Derek Carr, but he's a starting-level quarterback in the NFL, so it is what it is. You have one of the best tight ends in the league in Darren Waller. You have an exciting young group of receivers, Henry Ruggs, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, albeit unproven, but you do have John Brown, you have Zay Jones, you have this guy, Keelan Doss. Had to do it. (laughs) Knock on wood if you're with me. Keelan Doss. Anyway... (laughs) Rugs and Edwards are going to have to prove it this year, but honestly, I can see them just addressing the defensive side of the ball primarily in the draft. Uh, the Chargers, well, you know you have a quarterback. You have a pretty good backfield as well. I mean, anchored by Austin Eckler. He got some depth there in that backfield. You bring in Jared Cook, a capable enough pass-catching tight end. You have Keenan Allen. You have Mike Williams. You have maybe a little bit of a need beyond that. We have seen them try to do it recently, getting guys like Joe Reed, getting guys like K.J. Hill, uh, you know, Guyton and Johnson are there. Maybe you get a three, but otherwise they're they're pretty solid offensively as well with the Chargers. All right, moving to the NFC West, Arizona. Well, they have plenty of wide receivers, especially now. AJ Green joining DeAndre Hopkins. Green likely there, Hopkins, and then maybe Christian Kirk moving to the slot. We'll see what happens with Larry Fitzgerald. You still have Andy Isabella, some depth there, along with Keyshawn Johnson. You have Kyler Murray. Okay, no issues there. They don't use their tight end anyway. It it is a weakness, but are they really going to use it? The big weakness is running back. You have Chase Edmonds, and that's, I mean, that's kind of it. I'm sorry, Eno Benjamin Dynasty people, but that's kind of it, and I don't think Chase Edmonds is really anything more than a pass. He's a good passing down back, but I don't think he's anything more than that, so I think you have to address the position in the draft if you're Arizona. Uh, moving on to the Rams. Rams have a really nice skill group here. You have at wideout, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. You bring in Deshaun Jackson to give you some speed, although what is he going to play? Two games. Van Jefferson is there. Maybe you address wideout to give yourself a little bit more depth, but you also have Tyler Higby, who's not going to be in a platoon anymore. You have Cam Akers with Daryl Henderson as your number two, and you have Matthew Stafford as your quarterback. That is a good-looking skill group right there. That's pretty. Stafford's going to have so much fun in that offense. Uh, San Francisco, I mean, hey, I love the the movable chess pieces along the offensive side of the ball. Debo, Ayuk, Jalen Hurd, stay healthy, bro. <laughs> that would be awesome if you could. That would be fun. Uh, of course, you have George Kittle, all-world. Backfield's not bad. Raheem Mostert, who also has some trouble staying healthy, but then Jeff Wilson. I mean, these guys are are not all world by any means, but they can play really good football behind that offensive line. Your weak link is Jimmy Garoppolo, at quarterback. So does San Francisco make a move up from 12 to address the position? Seattle, well, we know Russ is going to say they don't have an offensive line, but right now, Russ, Chris Carson coming back along with Rashad Penny, your one-two punch in the backfield. You got Disley. Uh, of course, you bring in Gerald Everett at tight end. You have DK. You have Tyler Lockett. I mean, maybe your third receiver. You know, there's still rumblings that uh, Russ is lobbying for Antonio Brown. That's probably your only weak spot. I mean, right now you have, you know, you have Freddie Swain. You have Penny Hart. You have Ursula. You know, guys like that floating around on the line or on the roster. You don't really truly have a good three. So that could be a little bit of a priority, although I think they're going to make moves elsewhere as well. So there you go. All 32 teams in uh, like 20 minutes. How about that? How you like me now? How you like me now? All right. So uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're going to start talking more draft stuff. And I have a special announcement 
So people were asking me if my Dynasty Rookie Draft Guide, the PDF that I did last year for my previous employer, if that was going to be done this year. Well, I don't know if they're going to do it, but you know what? I am. (laughs) FTN is. So we got that for you. I'm actually working on that right now. So we're going to start talking more about rookies. We'll have like quarterbacks uh, rolling out first. I'm going to start doing some detailed looks at these rookies so we have an idea of how things are going to unfold before the NFL draft. Then we'll, of course, readjust afterwards. But that guide will go up. It'll be available at ftnfantasy.com on April 12th. It'll be for sale. You have to be a subscriber to get in on that, but you know, you're a subscriber, then you get everything else anyway. So why not? Uh, it'll have detailed profiles, stats, all that player comps, all that fun stuff. My draft board rankings, stats. I'm going to do a draft board for two quarterback super flex leagues as well. Rankings for that. Everything you need for your dynasty rookie drafts will be in this guide. So ftnfantasy.com for that. Of course, you can always sign up for a subscription using the promo code Rat Pack to get a discount. At Jeff Ratcliffe on Twitter, at Jeff Ratcliffe on Instagram. Make sure you use that hashtag Rat Pack. That way I know you're a listener of the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back on Friday for another edition of the pod. I'll catch you on the flip side. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out of here.